what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sensibly Cynical. So stoked for today's episode. Poltergeist OD, the horrorcore rapper out of Canada, returns to the show. Last appearance was in October of 2021, so I was so excited to catch up with him recently. He talks about some horror movies, what he's been up to recently, and what he's got coming up. So grab a drink and enjoy my interview with the horrorcore master, Poltergeist OD. All right, coming back to the podcast, Poltergeist OD, the horror court king. What's up, what man? up? Good to see you, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. October 10th, 2021, to be exact. I remember that. That was a good fucking time. <laughs> been that, that long? We got we to gotta catch up way year, more often. Man. Yeah, over a year and a half. You know, we talked about Leatherface and shit like that. That was good. Uh, how you been since uh, since then? Busy as fuck. Just uh, been working on lots of music. Uh, besides, like my full time job, I do lyric videos for people, so I got lots of commissions on the go. I'm like <clears throat> stocking up for a bunch of drops. I got a solo album coming. I got an album coming with my group, Obscene Division. Yeah. I got a bunch of singles I'm working on. Uh, I got a festival coming up in August. Uh, yeah, just staying busy, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So OD is going strong? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So um, Shutter exclusive. So when did this come out? Because I heard a Courtney Cox um, reference, and I assume that's from The Scream. It's a yeah, Scream reference. Uh, I, that song was like, I'm going to say two years in the making. I just like, it took me a long time to write, because there's like, what, 70 or 80, maybe even more horror movie references in that song. I haven't counted yet, but uh yeah i just like had a list of movies that i wanted to use and it just took forever to write it because i kept going on to other projects and then coming back to it it was just kind of like piecing it together over time mm. so yeah i'm glad i finally got to put it out i might shoot a video for it i gotta clean up my collection room because it's a mess right now oh but, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i might shoot it up there like around all my movies and stuff like that yeah, you were one of the first guests I had that you just didn't give a fuck. Like you were your big name, but you can't. I remember that interview like it was yesterday because you were like, "Yeah, I'm just a guy and I fuck censors." And I was like, "Who, who is like this guy is fucking awesome?" <laughs> so I've yeah, always man. been a fan of yours, man. I mean, we're all just like some guy, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm specifically some guy, some guy that hit 36. So I'm 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 definitely some guy, but no man, I I started a new job since the last time I talked to you, and you know, you know shit's getting real, and yeah. uh, it's it's awesome. Um, so besides Shutter exclusive, by the way, what was the date on that? And people can obviously go find that. But when did you you said it was a long kind of you know process? When did it actually get released? I don't even know i'm so bad with <laughs> go I'm get so your phone you're gonna have to like go into spotify <laughs> i'm on my phone right now so i can't even look it up but it was it was recent like it was what like a month maybe two months ago it was something it's like the that. only song i've put out this year because just i've been like i said i've been stockpiling music because i'm tired of putting out like one or two songs a year because mm. like I, I it'll take me forever to work on something and then yeah. 
to do the videos and then to release it and promote it it just takes forever so i'm i want to have like yeah like two albums at least five to ten singles mm -hmm. so that once i start dropping i think i'm going to start dropping in october and just like once a month have a new project mm, that's awesome man and you know what's also a first i've never drank a long neck on the podcast before until now there's my first nice i didn't even have time to pour it into a proper like thing i just was like shit i was running uh i was a few minutes late late i'll throw myself under the bus so I was like, shit, I don't have time to pour the beer. So fuck it. I'm just going to put it in a, you know, thing and koozie and rock and, rock and roll, you know. Cheers it's to your blurred. Yeah, cheers, cheers to your, cheers. Cheers I'm to your success. No, I'm just drinking <laughs> cheap brew house in a can. Hey, cheers to your success, you know. Thanks, man. And hopefully we can uh, do this way more often, man, like you were saying. Um, let's go back into history. I know we talked about most of your like beginnings on the last podcast, which people can go back and listen to. You um, should. <laughs> you should. Um, talk about the grind, man. Like the original grind. Like when you first like did your first um, song and everything. Man. Well, I met, uh, like I was a metalhead growing up. I was all into like death metal and grindcore and shit like that. And then I met the guys in Obscene Division, Razor Wire and Nick Obscene, and they were already rapping, but like they, they like listened to metal and stuff, and we became friends. And they already rapped, and we were just like drunk in Razor Wire's garage one night. I wrote, I scribbled down a rap, like fucking 40 bars, because I didn't know how to count bars at that time. And <laughs> yeah, they were like, that was actually really dope. And I like that felt good. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep doing this. It was really fun. And we didn't really take it seriously for about like two years. We, you know, kind of recorded some shitty songs on his laptop. Mm. And then I started meeting more people in the hip hop community here in Edmonton. And I got put on my first show at a place that's uh it's not even open anymore. It was called Wonder Bar on White Ave here in Edmonton and yeah man like just like doing the live show really kind of like clicked with me and i was like this is what i want to do and then it was about i would say three four years of just like generally rapping like horror core material and yeah. um and then somebody hit me up with like an idea because they wanted to make a halloween a fan-made Halloween documentary. It fell through due to legal reasons, but they wanted me to rap like from the perspective of Michael Myers because they were like already a fan of what I was doing. And I thought that was really cool. So I like sat there. I messaged my guy, Mock Beats. Um, he sent me a beat that day. And I sat there and I think it took me like an hour or two. And I wrote the whole thing in one sitting because there's a, a million lines that rhyme with Michael Myers. <laughs> and yeah. it's crazy. Like a lot rhymes with it. So it, mm. it was really easy. And I like felt really comfortable doing it. And then when I released it after like after it fell through, I just released it as a single anyway. And it got a really good response. So I was like, you know what? Who who else do I like? Because I was already <laughs> like a big horror movie fan. Yeah. And then I think I did. I think I did Phantasm after that. And that got a good response. So I was like, I think this is going to be my thing now. Like, this is just what I want to do. Yeah. 
Is that the is that the first like when that Michael Myers song you were like, man, I think I got something here. That was that what you said, right? Like, yeah, because like I've never heard anybody do that before. You know, like <laughs> Ice Nine Kills kind of does it, but they're like metalcore, right? So they're mm -hmm. like they're like the metal version of what I do. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. What are some other notable ones that you've done since the last time you were on the podcast? So you do anything like major um, last year? Uh, after Leatherface, I did, what did I do? I did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm. And I did. I think I heard I think, that one or something. I don't know. That was a fun one. Um, my most recent horror movie one was uh, The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't think like, I saw, I don't like think I saw that. Movie. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that one I just like did for me because like I I used to hang out at the video store. That's like me. I grew up in Carbonier, <laughs> Newfoundland, in like yeah. a small town. Mm -hmm. So like I spent like a lot a lot of time at the video store, just like looking at the VHS covers. And the Frighteners was one of those ones like lenticular, where like uh, it went from like a normal face to like a skull, and yeah. it really intrigued me. So like when I was old enough to watch it, because I don't think I could rent it back then, but. Back really in the day, with me. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that one was just like one I did for me. I didn't even expect it to get to get like a big response or whatever. But people do like it. People who've seen the movie, yeah, it's like me randomly reviewing The Visit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, did you ever see that movie? The Visit. I'm the only one that brings it up because I like it. It that sounds much, familiar, but... but I don't. I don't know. It's if one I've of those. You ever have one of those like, uh, like those movies that do bad reviews, but for some reason you like it, and you're like, "Fuck the reviewers." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't listen to reviews because like no, I but like, you know what I mean. I like it's garbage. like garbage. It's like a, yeah, it's like a movie that you like, but then like it's like forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's like damn. Well, some uh, of my favorite movies are like terribly reviewed so i don't i just don't care yeah the visit's good you should go watch it it's uh um, it. it's the ones where they don't tell you who the old people are to just assume they're the grand until they're not actually the grandparents okay that that's 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 what and of course they saved that for the end i'm not you know i don't want to spoil the whole thing but you know that's the gist of it all right, Is I'll put it on my list. Assume... I got a, I got a massive list. But that's of the that's out. the that's the that's the premise of horror movies to the end of time. They they get these movies. They get you to assume something's you know, um, normal until it's not. I mean, that's a basic premise. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know? that that's the premise <laughs> for every screen movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that you mentioned Halloween. Uh, you know, earlier, and I think wasn't that the original like um, influence of Scream was the Halloween movies. Oh, because it no does. Idea. It do, they they do reference they do reference um, Freddie and Jason. I think in the Scream movies, right? Oh, they I reference know. a ton of movies. Yeah, but I mean, in the original, like I know I because in the original, let's let's talk about the three movies. You want to go ahead and dive into that? We'll start with Scream first, because obviously yeah. we're. So I picked out three movies and Poltergeist was awesome in letting me pick them because I just picked three. He was like, hey, let's do some movies. I'm like, because I know that's what you do anyways. But I was just like, all right, I'll pick Pope's Exorcist. Let's see. I got to get my list out. You know, I can't I can't read my own handwriting half the time. Infinity Pool and all six screams. 
Well, we're not going to talk about all six screams, but we'll we'll go over the, the franchise in general. Yeah, we'll go over the filmography. Yeah. So the first one, 1996, for all those young Gen Zers, a long time ago, the original, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, and a bunch of other people were in it. Roger Jackson, I think his name was. I don't know, but it did like crazy. You know, it did 170 million. Like back in the day, that's like nuts. That's huge, yeah. Yeah, it was doing like triple digits. Like, and especially for horror in the 90s. Like six figures, like, yeah. Horror wasn't like massive in the 90s. It like died out a little bit in like the late 80s, early 90s. And then I think Scream was like one of the big movies that like not, I don't want to say reinvented, but just, you know, reinvigorated the scene. Like, a lot more people were interested in it because it went really mainstream. Like, that movie that movie started it for a lot of people. Mm. Well, for me, it was Jason. I'm a big Jason guy. <laughs> for me, it was uh, uh, Stephen King's It. Yeah, yeah, that's a that a lot of people reference that. But then, for but then you'll get some weird people that say, "Oh yeah, Chucky was the one for me." I'm like, I get people sometimes that are like really into Chucky. I mean, I am too. Child's Play was, I think, like the third <laughs> or fourth like, horror movie I ever saw when I was a kid. Yeah, so I saw you get it the early. you get the same rotation of of um you know people, and it's funny. It's like Halloween, like um you know costumes you'll see the same characters every year that's timeless so and ghostface is one of them just timeless yeah you know just became an icon almost overnight well you're old enough to remember when it first came out right 96 oh yeah 96 so did you see it like immediately or talk about your history with uh the scream series i i don't think i saw it in theaters but i do remember seeing it it must have been a year or two after it came out. So, like, I don't think I was, like, on the train right from the hop, but... Well, there was, was 96, was, and then Scream 2 was right after that, like, a year later. Like, the, they're one of these... They're one of these series that they don't fuck around. Like, just like just like with 6, when they actually do it, they put them back-to-back. Back. Like, 6 came out this year, and then last year was uh, 5. So these... Yeah. So when they when they get serious about Scream, they get they get real serious. It was a while between three and four. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, and a lot of movies are like that when they get, you know, mm-hmm. they get visions, they happened, just go for I, it. Don't quote me on it, but I I think what happened was uh, when they dropped four, the studio was like, if this does well, we'll sign you up for another two, and it did mm-hmm. do well. So I think that that's like why they pumped him out so quickly. Well, you got to remember, Poltergeist. It must have been when the house exploded in Scream 3. <laughs> it must have been that. Do you remember that scene? I That's... do. <laughs> that probably did it. When when they did that scene, they were like, yeah, we... <laughs> Four. It's in the line. Mm. You know, that was, a, that was a classic scene. What are some others that, that um, you know, you like, like that stand out for you, some scenes? Oh, man. I mean, I love um, uh, Matthew Lillard, so like any scene with Stu. Obviously, <laughs> the scene where he's like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna? What did he say? Are you?" It wasn't. It wasn't. Ran- so yeah, but mine was like when Rand. <laughs> Remember when Randy died? <laughs> oh man, I love Jamie Kennedy. I'll watch anything he does. That I still was... keep up with his podcast and everything. I remember when Randy died. That shit was crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> the way everybody and, thought he was going to come back, and it's like, nah. Yeah, no, it's but, like, well, because Sydney never dies. That's why. Yeah, they just but the whole thing, like, <laughs> they could bring they could bring him back because the whole scream idea is like making fun of like parodying movie tropes, mm. and a trope is that you can fucking bring anybody back with no explanation just he his grave gets hit with lightning and boom he's alive again (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that i think that would be a little bit like too outlandish for the scream films because they do try to keep it like a little bit within the realm of reality i I haven't seen scream uh the newest one have you i did i saw the one one that just came out so what's your non-spoiler review on the on the newest one I liked it. I I like the whole franchise. It's cheesy, which I love cheesy. Uh, I love parodies. I love. I mean, when... Poltergeist. You're in the horrorcore business. I mean, if that's yeah. not no, I'm not trying to bash the king of horrorcore, but I mean, <laughs> the basics. I, uh, I just like the franchise in general. I feel like they would have to really fuck it up for me to dislike a scream movie. <laughs> I'm just saying all these nothing against you. It's all these Halloween movies are cheesy. That's what I mean. Yeah. I like cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Honestly, like the worse the better for me. Like if it's fucking made in some guy's backyard. Oh, so 20- if it was up to you, if it was up to you, even these 10% movies would get tomatoes. Hell yeah. Like what's the what is it? Like 50%? <laughs> they get they get a I tomato. No I think it's like 50 or 60. I haven't been on Rotten Tomatoes in like six years. I just don't but, give you a know, shit what anybody says about a movie. No, but you get the you yeah. get the premise behind the thing. But it's just like, yeah, I scream and man, this shit was classic. Everyone like you have people that have never seen Scream in their life, uh, any of them, and they'll know who like Ghostface is one of those like this is timeless kind of like yeah. Freddie, Jason. Michael, you know, they're all they're all timeless. What do you think makes like Ghostface so like what do you think made it so popular? I mean, the time it came out, it was something new, like parody movies really kind of jumped off in the early 2000s. So like before that, you know, there was like Kentucky Fried movie and stuff like that obviously, but I think Scary Movie had something to do with it. Oh, yeah. I do remember those. It was like one, I, I two, think, three. I think, How many of those yeah, were there? Scary Movie 1 and 2 like really kind of solidified it in our culture. Scary Movie. I remember that. My favorite, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite horror movies. They're all my favorite. But one of them is, have you done a, saw, have you done a Jigsaw uh, song? No, but I've been you need asked to. You I think I asked you that last time, if I'm not mistaken. And if I didn't ask you that last time, I should have asked. I'm asking you now. <laughs> if I didn't, I mean, I I most likely will. Dude, but, my friends uh, used to drag me to those. I at first I was like, you know, I was like a 16 year old goody two shoes. I wasn't mm-hmm. really popular, and I I did I was just at home a lot and and stuff like that. And then they were like, they're older than me, so I wanted to be cool, you know. So they were like, hey, uh, the Saw movie came out. I'm like, the fuck is Saw movie? Like, what? It was just when the first one came out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the hell is this? And then, like, I, by the time, by the time, um, I started getting into them, the group started falling apart. I'm like, wait a minute. Saw five came out, guys. 
And they're <laughs> and like <laughs> they're like, oh, we don't care anymore. That was yeah, that was a while ago. It what got old pretty quick for me. I think the last one I saw was four. You didn't see Jigsaw the spinoff, you know? <sighs> I own it. <laughs> I I have it on Blu-ray. I, That's like, me like owning... I'm a completionist when it comes to my collection, so I'll keep buying them. It's just yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'll get around to it. Yeah. Yeah, I finally saw Joker, so I have the complete complete there, you know. Mm-hmm. The spin the spin do you consider that like a horror movie Joker? I mean more like a thriller, but I don't like know. The guy was the guy was crazy. You've seen yeah. it, right? The Joker's standalone. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That shit was nuts. The end. I was so surprised. I'm not gonna spoil the ending of Joker, but you know what I'm talking about. The talk show. Well, it's been like when did that come out? Like 2016. Yeah, but this will be on. This will be a podcast for you know a while. I don't know. Okay, but I'm not gonna. Oh man. (laughs) What's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on the spoiler? I know there is a community. Do you do you think spoilers are overrated? Like people that. I mean, troll uh, or it's kind of the same thing as trolling. I don't I don't watch trailers. I like to go into movies completely blind. Like if I like I'm on Slasher, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And like if I hear enough people talk about a movie, I'll just write it on my list. And Mm -hmm. I would Mm -hmm. like to know very little about it. Like when when Scream 6 was announced. Yeah, I blocked it on social media so that I didn't get content (laughs) <laughs> for that movie because i was like I, I i don't even want to see a single scene from it i don't want a teaser a trailer nothing mm. so like i'm against spoilers but like i don't know sometimes like i'll do a podcast or whatever and they don't give a shit so i'll just you know hey, talk away sensibly cynical does not endorse spoiler activity fair enough <laughs> even though we're but we're sensible and cynical at the same time the second, the second uh, movie I want to talk about, Infinity Pool. Alexander Skarsgård, I think that was his last name. Yeah, so that's, did you, did you see that one? I did. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? When the resorts and... <laughs> uh, it's not like, okay, I don't want to say I didn't like it. Because, like, it was a decent movie. But it's one of those ones where, like, I kind of left it feeling nothing, you know? Like, I was just like whatever I, it was weird it, it, it's it's just kind of one of those movies where it just like leaves you feeling strange and it's just like all right whatever <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know how to explain it man yeah. like it, it's it's a strange movie but like now that i'm thinking about it like because you said that we were going to talk about it so i like i started thinking about it a little bit more going over it in my head and I think I might need to watch it again and give it another chance because Poltergeist, you don't relate with the struggling writer. Well, obviously you're not a struggling rapper, so you don't you don't um it's always a struggle, bro. Empathy. <laughs> I'm a struggling podcaster. You should be asking me that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pol- I mean, yeah, like uh it's Mia Goth, right? Not Maya. Mia Goth. Mm. Mm. It's a Mia Goth, yo. No. Yeah, well, they go, they they go, you know, island resort, and then they, yeah, I got it finally. I was late on that one. <laughs> um, I need to get another beer. This isn't, this isn't, you know, down to down to enough quick. I yet. got, I got the mini fridge right next to me. So, <laughs> what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, when James, oh yeah, because oh, how do I do this without spoiling? You could uh, just, you could just talk about the crazy creatures 
yeah um they were pretty crazy yeah like uh there was a scene where let me see if i remember the scene that you're talking that you're talking about like the little kid oh yeah james the main character <laughs> yeah i thought that scene was nuts when he was like screaming for help and then there was the oh man this is hard <laughs> no, let's just let's just move on. Let's just move on. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, people who have seen the movie will know what I'm talking about. That yeah. scene with the kid was nuts. Yeah, it came out January of this year, so already five. And it only did five million. Only, only. I would if I had yeah, five million. Five I, million, you know, just if I had, if I had yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh it's like um I don't know if you're a sports person, but like all these contracts now. It's like, yeah, this guy just got these guys. But if you're not a sports person, Porter guys, these guys are getting like 300 million to, to swing a baseball bat. Okay, so it's like, it's like, it's awesome. like, oh yeah, yeah, just like 300 million dollars. This is like five million dollars. But um, Mark, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take 2,500 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of these. Um, I, I do want to ask you something that I talked to. Well, I'll save that for the end, but there's something I want to ask you about the business or the uh, rap game right now. Sure. Um, but anyways, uh, is that it for Infinity Pool? Anything you want to, anything else? Uh, it's so hard to get need into to know? a movie like that without spoiling it because. So is it a tomato or is it a not a tomato? In I don't know. I, I, both, <laughs> I guess. Like I, I know people who loved it. I know people who hate it. And I, I'm not really on either side of the fence with it. It's just like, yeah. I, I'm going to have to watch it again to really decide. Yeah. All right. So the last movie, Pope's Exorcist, Russell Crowe. I have so much to say about this movie. And the Vatican? <laughs> Is that what you're going to talk about? The Vatican? Nope. <laughs> go go. <laughs> So the first uh, thing I want to bring up. I don't up, know why I thought that was funny. I don't know why I thought that was funny. <laughs> the first thing I want to bring beer. up. It's the beer. It's the beer. So this isn't really a spoiler because most people know this by now, but there's a big thing with uh, the Spanish Inquisition in this movie. And the prop department fucked up bad. They must have Googled Inquisition symbol. Mm -hmm. And instead of getting the actual Spanish Inquisition symbol, they got a symbol from this game, Dragon Age Inquisition, <laughs> in yeah. the movie, which blows my mind because how many channels did that have to go through? And everybody was just like, yeah, whatever. It looks okay to me because like, the symbols are completely different. Yeah. Yeah, I like the um, – what was it? Uh, he, un he uncovers conspiracy. Now, in real life, do you think Russell Crowe is a conspiracy theorist? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know anything about <laughs> I wonder, it. I, I wonder if he, I don't know if he, I know he's an amazing actor and I love his movies. Unhinged, if you haven't seen it, is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your, what's your uh, favorite part of the movie? Because obviously the box office agrees with you. 74.3 million. Like, I didn't really like it. No. I mean, if I never I, saw I don't, I'm not a, I'm not movie, a psychic, obviously. I'm a, not a psychic, obviously, because I thought I just assumed you did like it. You didn't like it. OK, it just felt like every Exorcist movie mashed into one. They like took all the corniest, cheesiest parts the of every movie and <laughs> yeah. did those. Yeah. Like 
I, I didn't like all the CGI usage, like the stretch mouth thing. That's overdone as hell. And I'm so tired of seeing and did it. You see the opening, the opening scene with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like with the pig. Mm hmm. Yeah. I like that. I thought I was like, I saw that and I was like, this could be, this could be dope. <laughs> but then they just kept going with the cheesy tropes, like even the head spinning around and everything. I was just like, man, are they going to do every fucking cheesy yeah. part of every exorcist yeah, movie it's like um it's like i know what you did last summer <laughs> i think that's uh i think that's it for the um horror movie uh discussion unless there's anything else you want to talk about poltergeist um i do want to talk about a movie i saw recently that i don't think is getting enough love there's i i think it's swedish i i fucking hope it's swedish uh <laughs> there's a movie there's a movie called hatching it's subtitled. Okay, so go you gotta ahead. Read, well, I mean, it, it makes so sense. It's from it's so Sweden. Well <laughs> it's uh it's like classic monster movie, but done in a very unique way. And I think like a lot of a lot of people should watch it because I personally would love to see more movies like that. So if you haven't seen Hatching, check it out. Do you have a summary? Like what it's is uh, it's Finnish. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh it's not... <laughs> it's uh it's about a girl who finds an egg in the forest and uh she like raises it <laughs> uh it becomes like the egg grows and grows and becomes like as big as her and hatches this monster and the monster's like attached to her like emotionally and uh becomes more and more like her and like starts killing anybody that pisses her off it's it's really cool. All right. Well, uh, what is it called again? Hatching. It's the beer. That's that's why I'm not, my recollection skills. You know, I had All a long. Good. I had a. I I'm had a long a day. Too. I had a long day at work, Poltergeist. But it was Me a good. Too, it was a good day at work because it's payday. So you know. Hell yeah, payday for me too. <laughs> not just the not just the um, candy bar for those old people that remember that one. Do you remember payday? What's that? Payday. They don't have paydays in um in Canada. It's a what candy bar. Payday? It's a candy bar. Oh, oh man. shit! You need. I don't to, know. Maybe we do. Need... Maybe we don't. For those that haven't looked up payday. Look it up. It's good. It's got like a white wrapper and it's payday and orange. Hey, I'm a white wrapper. <laughs> that was a good one. But um, I'll have Blech. to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put that on the Instagram reel. That's fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> That's the Instagram reel right there. Um. So poltergeist. Uh, anything coming up? Yeah, man. I got a lot coming up. I got a festival I'm doing in, in August here next month. Intersect Art and Music Festival in High Prairie, Alberta. Um, I got a solo album coming out that's like nothing to do with horror movies or anything like that. It's just some songs that I've been working on on the side just as a rapper. And instead of just like releasing them as singles here and there, I just figured I'd drop them all as like one project. I got an album I'm doing with Obscene Division. It's our first actual album. We put out a mixtape in like 2012 or something called KSW. It's not even on Spotify or YouTube or anything. You got to look it up on it's, like Bandcamp. It's hidden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to really look. That's for the that's a deep cut for the fans. <laughs> but it's uh it's 
going to be called Regenerate because it's like us coming back. It's like our big comeback. It's going to be wild. We got some crazy ideas. It's going to be uh, produced by Lurch Marley. Um, other than that, I have a Stephen King song that I just finished a little while ago. I'm going to be dropping that soon, but like i want to i want to make it a big deal like i want to like gather the troops on all my socials and be like tag stephen king in this because if he likes it and he retweets it then i can officially say stephen king endorses me when i promote my shit mm-hmm. yeah and if, he, if he hates it then whatever fuck stephen king i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hear you i hear you stephen king is something else a treasure i guess you know, oh yeah he's a treasure to some <laughs> to me <laughs> well you're some <laughs> other people i don't know is is stephen king universally like i would assume so i, I mean, mean like I some people I mean, hate most some people, people i know <laughs> most people i know like stephen king but i'm sure there's some some fucking nerd out there who's like no <laughs> all right um where can people find you on social media man you can find me on all social media as poltergeist underscore od uh i'm on i'm on facebook as poltergeist space od because they don't do underscores mm-hmm. but i'm on twitter uh instagram tiktok slasher if you haven't heard of slasher it's like the social media for horror fans specifically mm-hmm. it's so cool i get like all of my horror news from that um it's it's such a great community and yeah, just poltergeist underscore OD. You'll find me anywhere. All right. One last question. Um, how has the game changed since even when you started? It, it, it's gotten harder to promote because first of all, I do like horror core music. So the world we're living in right now, like I, I can't really promote my music a lot because I get flagged. I can't pay for ads because like all my lyrics are heinous. So, uh, and I use footage from the movies for my lyric videos. So yeah, it's really hard to promote, but um, I don't know. There's, it's still thriving. Like hip hop's not dying. It's, it's just going deeper underground, but it takes money. It does. It takes a lot of money and (laughs) a lot of money. I do not have. Then create money. That's right. But you can't create money without having it first. I got I got I mean, a website I'm going to be dropping later this year um, that's going to have like a huge merch line. And if that does well, then I can do more and I can like, you know, get bigger features and stuff like that and, you know, get my name out there. And obviously the bigger I get, the more I can do for the fans. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully everybody buys my merch when I drop it. Yeah, because I remember being at a party back in the day I don't know. I was like 19 and some guy was talking about, oh, yeah, my buddy got a feature for like six figures. And I'm I'm like, damn, for six figures. Yeah. And that, and that was like in 2007. Like, who was? Do you remember who the artist I don't, was? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't remember. Some Florida rapper. Don't matter. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Poltergeist. Yeah, yo, thank you. Dude, anytime. Anytime you want to chat, I'm always down. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy, okay? Have a good one. You too. All right, man. Peace.